Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome to Funny Business, a podcast for free thinkers and creators. I'm Robbie Hicks. And I'm Lockie Bradford. Well, today is Monday and that means we're getting to know the people behind the stories. We talk to guests from all walks of life and unpack what makes them special. We are naturally curious, Rob. Well, that is what makes us special. Anyway, we could talk about ourselves all day, but Monday's episodes are all about our guests. Let's find out who we're talking to today. Thank you so much. It's Friday afternoon at the time recording this. It's raining, so if you hear anything in the background of the recording, it's not Lock dribbling. No. It might be, usually is, Friday afternoon. Yeah, good joke. There you go. <laughs> another four out of ten off to a zinger. There well, thank you, go, you yeah. so much for jumping into the studio. For those at home listening, tell us, who are you and what do you do? My name is Beck. I am the founder, director and skin nerd behind skincare brand Botanicals by Lux. So, we're a Geelong-based skincare brand. Skin nerd. When did you first sort of realise that you are a skin nerd? When were you just like, I'm... Well, I knew, <laughs> I, knew that I, um, I knew that I always liked products and things like that. I remember when I was, I reckon, four, sitting in mum and dad's bathroom in Warrnambool and sitting in the bathroom with a bowl and grabbing one of each of mum's products out of the cupboard and mixing them together and stuff. And I was like, I reckon that's where the formulation side of my brain started. Sorry, mum. But yeah, I'm sure she would have loved that. Yeah, all she her, all loved her products that. just all over the floor. Yeah, all over the floor. Around. Yeah. Anyway, so I reckon I was about four, but I started in skin when I finished year 12, so in 2005, so 17 years ago. And how did the idea for Botanicals by Lux start? How did you you working in um, working in skin like a day spa in yeah. day spa and then that's so sick. What was the what? Let's talk about the day spa first. Did you have to give head massages and all that all type the time. of shit? All Did, the is time. that what people live for? Absolutely. People do pretend to get haircuts. You just like to get your head massage more than well. Hair. I never really got into it because I haven't been to, had to go to the hairdressers. But back in the day, I used to love the head rub, but. That was great. What were some other most requested things at oh, the Dispa? Like foot massages. Then yeah. there's, you know, the spray tans. Then there's the Brazilians. It was a very, you know, versified day. Was there, was there anything in there where you're like, I'm not doing that? Never said no to anything, but, but there's definitely... To? Oh, absolutely. Like, I remember when I was training, I had this guy come in. It was his first ever pedicure. Yeah. And he was a doctor. And no joke, his toenails were growing underneath his toes. He's curled one, over. Like, curled over. And I was like, what do I even do with this? But and he was a doctor. He was a doctor. What are you doing, bro? I don't know what that was about, but his wife brought him in. And, yeah, I had to deal with that. It took me a long time. I took some photos, sent it around, and just said, what, what do I do? So I don't know oh. what to do here. If, all right, so fast forward, ugly feet. Where did, where, where, <laughs> Times have changed. Where did, where did the idea for the business start? Yeah, so I have two children. They are five and seven. And when I had my seven-year-old, I just thought it's time to do something for myself. Like, I was really quite good at my job. I was good at retailing. I was good at the business side of things. And I was like, I'm kind of sick of working for someone. I just want to do it for us. I also wanted to stay home with the kids. So that was really important to me too. And I just wanted to bottle, like, I guess, the experience and the education that I had in my brain into a product that I... I'm so passionate about. So it was put in the too hard basket for a long time because I was just like, this is way too hard. Like, I'm not going to actually physically mix things. I need to get it manufactured and I don't want to go abroad. I want to keep it in Australia. It's too expensive. There's so many different moving parts. Plus, I've got two children running around. So it was, yeah, in the too hard basket for a while. And then, yeah, early 2017, I kind of took the plunge and was like, right, I'm going to give this a crack. And then, yeah, finally launched in 2018. What goes into product development like this? So it's obviously 
coming in, you would have had a picture in your mind of what it needed to be, but you mentioned manufacturing, whether it's here or wherever. I'm sure that process was pretty complex. So complex. And as we were just talking about before, it's like sleep deprived as well. Like mm. I was doing most of my Googling in the middle of the night. You know, it was it was crazy. But so I did cosmetic chemistry as part of my training. So I know what kind of needs to go into a product, but I obviously don't know how to, you know, manufacture it on a big scale. So I was asked, you know, I asked around just to try and find a manufacturer that would take me seriously and no one would take me seriously. I was getting called a mum with a hobby. I was just getting told, you know, you have to do 20,000 units, which was just insane. Like I wanted to start off with 200, not 20,000. And yeah, so it was really hard. So now I work with a cosmetic scientist and we go back and forth with samples and, you know, smells and feels and it goes out to a testing panel. So it's quite complex and takes around 12 months for each product to come. It's a bit of kick in the face to someone to say... You're just a mum with a hobby. Absolutely. So, like, so that would have just turned it, that, that would have been like, fuck off. <laughs> you know, I like, absolutely will never forget it. And yeah. it gave me so much fire in my belly. I was just like, nah. And I wish I knew who that was because I would go back and be like, hi, here's yeah. your mum with a hobby, you know. Yeah. It's interesting, the, the motivations though, sometimes that like you can still be motivated and passionate, but the little kickers where it's like sometimes you need a little bit of a chip, a little bit of something where it's like, no, I'm going to prove yeah. you wrong because you need that because it's it is hard yeah like there's a reason why it was probably in the too hard basket for a while yeah because it is fucking hard it yeah? is really hard yeah. yeah so it definitely was hard but once i started that progress i was like i'm not going back now like i'm gonna do this and oh, when yeah. i and when i'm in i mean like i don't go back if i want something i get it <laughs> like yeah, i yeah. work really hard to to get it so yeah, yeah. yeah it was definitely yeah really really hard and definitely yeah kicking the guts but it worked for me. What, what year was this? This was so 2017 was the initial stages. And, and let's can we talk about some maybe some of the differences like early stage, first few years, getting the product out there to what is what it's doing now? Yeah, so it started out just as a side hustle designed to pay the supermarket bill. Like I was just thinking, let's just have a little go, let's see what happens. I had 200 units of this hyaluronic serum our first product that I released. So just released one product. Didn't have a website. So I was just yeah, selling do it? Yeah. yeah, just selling through Instagram DMs. It was oh, nuts. Oh, yeah. Keep yeah. it simple, though. You want to see if people want to But it was know. not simple. Like, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. much back and forth. People saying, can I buy a serum? I'm like, yes. Then they send me a screenshot of their payment that I have to – like, it was nuts. Yeah. So launched that April 2018 and 200 product – like, 200 units sold out in 12 hours. And I was sitting on my couch and I was like, I said to NATO, I was like, we might be onto something here, I think. Like, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Like, I seriously thought mum would just buy them all, but she she didn't. And it was, yeah, a lot of people from Warrnambool where I'm from, from Geelong and that kind of thing. But there was random people that I didn't know. And I was like, oh. That's when you know, when it catches fire. Because, like, your friends will tell their friends. And if they like it, the true test is if they actually tell their friends. Absolutely. Referral, like insane isn't it if you've got a good doesn't matter what you've got like marketing it's all important all that shit definitely matters but the product needs to be really fucking good absolutely and i had no marketing no nothing like hadn't advertised at all all i'd created was a bit of hype on instagram so i think we had like 300 followers or something and i was like look what's coming you know this is coming how did you do that though what were you doing to get the followers up like were you just going there following everyone that you knew to get them involved like i i did uh, reach out to a couple of the geelong football players wives and girlfriends like marty dangerfield and demi duncan and they're still such 
good friends of the brand today and they were amazing. I just said, hi, I'm Beck. Would you like to try my serum? And they did and they shared with their, you know, on the story and, yeah, that really helped because they have such a loyal following and that influencer marketing has been huge for the brand. Influencer marketing. So what happened next? You sold out the first batch, 200, gone. Gone. 12 hours, you're going, fuck, where's more stuff? Yeah. (laughs) So I quickly rang the manufacturer in the morning and, yeah, they're in Australia, so it was easy, got some by the next week. And they're a small batch manufacturer, so they literally will make up little batches for me, which is amazing. And, yeah, got some more stock in. It just kept selling out and selling out. And then, you know, probably six months later, I had the cleansers ready to launch and then it just sort of followed on. From there, now there's 19 products in the range and counting. So, how do you test the products? How do you like? So, you've got an idea of like, yeah, I want to get a cleanser in, all, yep. all that type of stuff. What what gets a pass mark, and what do you keep things on? Cycle them out, and then they go. Well, maybe we don't bring that back, or we try something different. Yeah. yeah so yeah, no, yeah. everything that we've launched has stayed, yeah. which is because it's just I <laughs> take my time making sure they're perfect because mm. I want them to stay. I don't want to, you know, mm. take them away and bring something else in. So it goes through stability testing. Go Like if there's a, there's a sunscreen that we're working on at the moment, which goes to SBF testing and, you know, there's so many different kind of chemical things that need to be tested in the lab. But also we put it out to a testing panel too so that people can actually test it on their skins. Real people, not just my friends. How do you get on the <laughs> testing panel? What's that? What's the go there? Because we were talking about that the other day. Like how do you get a job like testing stuff? The only people who get the job to like test the Netflix shows and have to watch TV okay. or work for Cadbury and, like, and they eat chocolate. chocolate. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, so just through the manufacturer. So, oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it makes it easy. I'll also give it to people that I know as well because I know that they will be honest with me, you know, friends in the industry and things like that. That's and important honesty, yeah, because, like, having them people who can be direct with you and yes. say – Because that's what you're fucking looking for. Absolutely. You, you want the ones who actually can see the whole picture and go, if you just fix little things like that, that's going to improve stuff, you Exactly. Know? Like, yeah. a, you know, we bought out a green mask, which I think was a third product, and at the start it smelled like a swamp. Like, mm. it was so Shrek-y, bad. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it had broccoli in it and there was, yeah. it just smelled so bad. And I remember <laughs> I was just like, I can't put this out to the testing panel. I can't. Like, mm. it stinks. So I had to send it out to them anyway and just be like, please ignore the smell. Like, the smell will change. And, yeah, we just had to change this, like, add some lemon myrtle in and make it smell nice and fresh and it's perfect. But, yeah, it takes probably, like, 20 to 30 samples back and forth to... Yeah, get it right. What about, like, the combinations and stuff? Surely you're going, I want to invent a new fucking, like, flavour, scent or anything. You know what I mean? Surely you're going, there's something in that, like, different shades of different colours. You know what I mean? Is that the yeah. is that the magic in it, I suppose? Like, I don't know. Like, I try and keep things simple, to be honest. Like, people say to me, oh, you need to bring out a men's range. I'm like, no, men's skin's the same as women's skin. Like, it's just, you know, different mm. combinations. And people are like, you need to bring out this for night time. I'm like, no. Like, I really don't want to buy into all the gimmicks yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I really think it's important to stay true to myself too. Like, I'm busy. I don't have time for 15 different products in my Lock routine. I just want you to release just a different colour of the rainbow. He'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll buy the products. Don't worry, you got a sucker right here. He'll buy it up. Sucker number one. No, but it is – but, like, they're the lessons you learn, though, I suppose, by being in the industry and seeing things come and go. Yeah, I'm sure you being – working at the date, you would have seen all these products – 
come and go and you see the ones yeah. that stay, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. And I just think, you know, I guess there's pimple patches, there's all of these sort of wild, you know, there's charcoal masks that bubble on your skin and stuff and I just think it's just a, a fad and I don't want to be a fad. Like I want to be a household name around the world. That's what I want Botanicals by Lux to be. I don't want it to just be like TikTok famous for two weeks or something like that. Like I'm not about it. So, yeah. How did you know the point where we mentioned before this went from a side hustle, pay the groceries to – full-time support family grow and scale it's it's a very different thing was there a point was there is there a point that you you knew that you had to take a leap was it before you're ready when you're ready it's something that everyone always we talk about on the show if they are at that point where they've made the decision to jump or leave something can you talk through how that was for you yeah, so I guess I didn't have to choose, you know, whether I was going back to work or anything like that. I knew that once I started, I would work in the business and make this my thing. But I did not realise the heights that it would go to. As I said, my goal was to make a million dollars in the first five years. It happened in 12 months. So once that kind of stuff, like those figures started happening, I was like, okay, I can do this. You know, we don't live very fancily or anything like that I was like we just can live within our means and if you know things slow down and calm down that's okay so obviously I didn't want that to happen but the so I bought my husband on full-time in the business in 2020 because I just was laying in the bath during COVID and started to have a panic attack I was like I cannot do this by myself anymore like I cannot I was crying I felt like I was having a heart attack and I'd never had anything like this before and I spoke to my accountant, Jane, and she's just a godsend. She holds my hand. She's amazing. And I just said, I think it's time. And she's like, mate, it was time like two years ago, but you just, you know, you weren't ready. And that made me realise like I'm going to burn out and I'm going to, you know, end up having a breakdown if I don't get some help on board. And why not get help from NATO, my husband, who's there every day. And so, yeah, he resigned from his full-time job and I put him on the books. <laughs> That's fucking sick. What was NATO doing before that? He was working at um, a tile and plaster place. So just like sales. But yeah. Fucking let's do it. Because that was the, like, that's sort of the pie in the sky idea was to be a family business. So you boss at home and boss at work? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. 100% I am. So yeah, it just makes, you know, juggling the kids and stuff like that so much easier because we can both. Schedules and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's been, yeah, since that has been a lot better. Well, now international markets and stuff, like, that's crazy, isn't it? Like, how does that – is it more people now that you need to start thinking about? And Yeah, I don't know. No? I, yeah, I think, as I say, we're from home, so I want to keep it as simple as possible until we are bursting at the seams and then we'll buy a warehouse and things like that. But I just want to keep it simple. I don't think I need anything mm. huge right now. I'm managing it and it's fine. Like, like yes, yeah. it's busy and we have our really busy times, but I don't know. I'm all about, as I say, keeping things simple and just keeping a bit yeah, calm. You mentioned the flexibility part before, but from a challenges front, what are some of the biggest challenges you have running your own thing as like a family business with your husband involved? Yeah, I think the main thing, because I do do most of the, you know, the well, I do all of the content, the socials, the we had around 200 DMs a day. So I find that really hard. <laughs> Custom, uh, people underestimate cu- customer support. It's a lot. Of just yeah. being like responsive. That's Locke, I, I take the piss out of Locke because he's played point. We've had the pod for three years of, across LinkedIn and, and Instagram, our two main channels. And yep. you've played front of house, point of call that whole time. Responsive, 24-7, seven days a week. It's a lot. People don't yeah. realise how switched you connected. 
But if you don't, if you really, if you go a day or two without responding, you're like, oh my god, they think we're the worst. Absolutely. Like, How do you get that brand person back? But it's like well, it's only one person. Do they know that it's just a big? Fucking, <laughs> I know. You know, like people contact me and they're like, "Hi team," and I'm like, oh, "It's not like I'm not a team. <laughs> yeah. I'm just one person trying to cook dinner. Well, I don't cook dinner. Neda cooks dinner, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to do things. You know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's probably the biggest challenge is that balance. Like it's a lot. You guys know how busy you know it can be with family and things. like like that and just running the business and I've put tried to put some boundaries in place which has helped me so I'm not writing back to people's um, business questions at 11 o'clock at night anymore I'll leave it till the next morning because I'm like no it's okay but when you're a people pleaser well especially early too you want to make a good impression of course like you, you do and so you get to a point where it's like fuck I don't need to really do this anymore like but you have to do you reckon it would have had the success if you didn't do it that way though because that's what Lock yeah, and I talk I about all mean. the time is like, yeah. You've got to start from somewhere, but you, you may know have, when to stop. You got cooked. Yes. You end up in the bath, cooked. But it's like, <laughs> like fully it was cooked. boiling. It was a cold bath. Fucking hell. But some people like, if they're gonna, like it, some, to make something worthwhile and worth the time, it's not an easy, but there's yeah. always those trade-offs where you don't want to get to that, obviously get to that point. But Absolutely. Do you think you would have had the success if you weren't replying back to people and showing that care and being – the reason that people say hi team and don't even realise it's just you behind yeah, it is obviously you've I, I done agree. that work. Yeah, I agree. And I wouldn't change anything about it. I think if I didn't have that panic attack in the bath, I probably would have just be still, you know, going along at a million miles an hour, not enjoying anything and just being, yeah, not a good mum and, and not a very good business person. Oh, no, I was a good business person. But do you know what I mean? Like it just made me be so much more present and realise, yeah, that what's important. Yeah, that is that. That's a good. I often think about that. It's like, why do you even do? Like, I see things like families. That's what life's about. But you still want to have a successful business and do that sort of stuff. So, juggling the time and going, well, how much time do I dedicate to this certain period? And if I give it this long, hopefully it's at this level, so then I can cool the jets a little bit and spend more time. Like, you, you got a baby. I, I reckon you know? we got lucky because when we started the pod, it was like COVID, so we were sort of you couldn't do anything else. So Locke and I just worked crazy amount of stuff over the last couple of years, and then now. Having Matilda, ten months old, like life's so different, and I don't have the same amount of time to to give. I can't do the same amount of hours. I've got to cut things that maybe you would like to do that have now in the don't have time to basket. I can imagine your life with two kids at different ages are even crazier. Yeah, it's it's just a juggle, isn't it? Like I feel like there's so many different hats that you wear in small business, and I am learning to yeah delegate more as well. So now I've got a lady who does. Our email marketing, I've got, yeah, graphic designer, the accountant, whereas at the start I was just doing everything, you know, everything. So it's nice to be able to pass off those little jobs so that you can be more present and, you know, put my phone down on a Saturday, come back to 60 DMs or something. But mm. <laughs> but it's nice to be able to, yeah, put the phone down and just be, just be, which is really nice. Do you like packing orders? I love packing orders. Every day I do it. Yeah? I actually love it. So we get around 100 a day. And I actually really enjoy it. And I so love do seeing, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love seeing, you know, the repeat customers come through. So we've got about a 70% return customer rate, which is really high. And I, you know, write them little notes. And, you know, we've got clients that have done 30 orders and things like that, which it's just makes me so happy. I actually really love it. I love seeing where everyone's from and, and now seeing the international orders flow through and that kind of thing. It blows my mind. And I'm actually, yeah, I love it. Nurturing the community. You know, I think like, if you spend a lot of time thinking about how to make people feel special, you can actually make a really big impact, can't you? Like little things like that where it's like, 
fuck, they're actually talking to me like I'm a human. It's not, it doesn't feel like a transactional thing. And then people feel like they want to support you as well. You Absolutely. Know, understand what it's all about, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, you do create that bit of a community. You know, I'll on Instagram do question boxes and just do local shout outs and things like that rather than just being skincare, skincare, sales and sales all the time. I think it's really important to yeah do a bit of both and try and support the people that support you. I think it's, yeah, really good to give back. So what's the game plan now? You got to five years in, talking to international markets. What, what's the on the horizon? What are you trying to do? Yeah, I, as I say, I just want to be a household name. I want to be in everyone's bathroom. I want to just, yeah, mm. I want to be known as just a skincare that you recommend. And so I think, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go overseas at some stage, which is definitely out of my comfort zone. But I think... Yeah, some kind of event or something over there to just get it in front of more eyes. I feel like once the peop- like people have the products in their hands, they obviously come back, 70% come back. So I just need to get in front of more eyes. So I think a bit of a business trip's in order. And so, yeah, what's your day looking like then? Are you just scoping out places and maybe expos and things where you can showcase the product and get it in the right people's hands with influence and maybe have chains or things or yeah. can open up different avenues, you know? I don't really want to be in too many different stores and things like that. Wholesale is not a huge part of the business, but I think just some more boutique kind of skin salons of people that I trust and things like that. We've only got five stockists in Australia. And so I just think getting a few overseas. I don't want to be everywhere like in chemists and things like that. I want it to be a bit more high end Mm. than that. So it's just working out, yeah, where you want to be. And I think I just, yeah, going to work on the strategy of that Mm. a little bit more. It is fun. It's a bit scary and exciting. What were you saying over lunch? Five day, five day trip to Vegas. Yeah, I, I saw this <laughs> festival. Have you seen the When You Were Young festival? I don't no. Know, have you seen that? Are you into like pop punk or anything back in the day? Did you? Absolutely. Yeah. So yes. like uh, Blink One Eight Two, Green Day, Good yes. Charlotte, all them bands are Sum Forty One, The Offspring. Every band that you can think of is playing in Vegas, and I'm like, How maybe good. five days we can sneak off. And what about No FX? I was into. I no think FX they're playing. The yeah, <laughs> I think they're playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I think they're playing. Memories. So everyone that you can think of is playing, and I'm trying to convince him to just do it. You know, but we were like ideal world though. Imagine having a holiday every quarter, like a two week oh. holiday every quarter. That's a good life, isn't it? If that's, you can set yourself up for that, that's a good life. That's it? amazing. That is probably one of the hardest things. It's very hard to take a holiday. Yeah. So we did go to Hamilton Island in April for a week and I got a girl, Bettina, one of my girlfriends who puts all the labels on the product. She came over to the house every day and packed the orders, which was great. And she did a wonderful job, but stuff like that, like it takes a lot of logistics to to have a week off work. So could you switch off while you were there? Were you still in the DMs? Were you still doing things? White I, woman at Globo Gym, you had to <laughs> work harder. <laughs> I just allowed myself, you know, two half an hour blocks to jump on and do, you know, some quick DMs and emails. Otherwise it would stress me out because it would just build up. So I just allowed myself those little blocks to do it. But yeah, that's probably the hardest bit. Like, yeah, don't get to go away as much as I would like, but we can work on that. How many times a day would you have to charge your phone in the early days? Because you'd just be constantly on I still do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, still have to charge it at lunchtime. But I do have a Samsung, so yeah. I don't know. Like, everyone's telling me I need an iPhone and it'll we've, be fine. Uh, we've, got, I've, I've, we've got both. We've got the one that we shoot the videos with on the Samsung. Well, Locke's pretty happy with it. I haven't, we got it, like, maybe two or three weeks ago now. Brand new, yeah. brand spanker in the store, 
I'll have the new one, thanks. Right. They didn't have any iPhones. No one's got any iPhones. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still yet to see it. You know, I, haven't had, I haven't even but, held it yet. <laughs> but, what, but, but, you mentioned, but you mentioned about like, yeah, I, I give myself half an hour blocks. There would have had to have been a point where you're like, I'm on it too much. Like I need to fucking have boundaries and stuff oh. like that where it's like, fuck, I haven't even looked up. I haven't even ate dinner. Like this is fucked. For sure. Yeah. And even sometimes still I'll be sitting there on the couch at night time and there'll be an episode of a show and I'll be like, I don't, don't even remember that because I was just on my phone. The yeah. whole time, whether you're putting together content or whether yeah. you're yeah, messaging or getting back to emails or whatever, I do find it easy to do at night because there's no distractions and noises and things like that around and, you know, the kids aren't up you and do, stuff yeah. like that. But you also need your own time too. So. As that time blur when your TV's on, you sit in the couch and you look up and you're like, oh, oh no where, idea. where, where <laughs> am I? <laughs> what is happening? Well, all you talk about is what you do. And I feel like that, that sometimes gets to me too where I feel like I'm over talking about what we do a lot. And it's like, I just want to fucking just watch something dumb and just chill out. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like, I love watching Love Island. Yeah. Like just like those stupid shows. More that now. The new one's yes. coming out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Can't you get wait. hooked to that sort of stuff because love it's it. so easy. Let me switch off because I know that's, I'm so glad yeah. I've never been on Love Island. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Troy's going to bang Steph and it's all going to happen. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen tonight. Yeah. <laughs> something to look forward to, though, because I feel like it is hard. Like, doing stuff, what you're doing is fucking hard. Learning things as you go, like, breaking shit down, like, it's just learning. But, it, I mean, if you're constantly learning to challenge yourself, I feel like you've always sort of been wired that way, yeah? yeah. Like challenging, channeling that sort of energy into this must be fucking crazy. It's lovely to, like, be able to put all of that hard work and that energy into something for yourself yeah. and so, something for your family rather than, yeah, hustling away for someone else. Yeah. So I found that really rewarding. And just being able to help people every day with their skin. Like, I get... Messages saying, hey, I haven't been wanting to go to school drop-off because my skin's been so bad and I just stepped out with no makeup on today and I feel amazing. Like yeah. Stuff like that is that's, – that's my bread and butter. Like That's why I do it is to make people feel good. Obviously, you know, the flexibility of the business is, a, is fabulous, but just making people in, – like it increase their self-worth through their confidence and their self-esteem is – it's pretty cool. Because skincare is hard, isn't it? Because a lot of people, like, they try different products and it's the one that really suits it that they, they just stick to, don't they? Like, yeah. it's a real hard thing because there's a lot of things like trying, but once you get that one, it's just like, if you've got a 70% fucking thing, that's why it's so, that's a, such a good metric, yeah. 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 It's like usually um, a normal kind of repeat client um, stat would be 11% as a 70. So it's very high. Yeah. And yeah, just. It's pretty cool that people keep coming back and they keep enjoying it. And we haven't launched a new product, you know, for the last probably year and a half. So I was worried things would get stagnant because I was like, are people going to get bored and things like that? But they're not. That's what they're shit. Because they just know it works and, yeah, they're a bit kind of – a lot of people, I guess, are like me and just don't want gimmicks. They just want it to work. It's convenience too. That's what I think a lot of people don't think. It's convenience. If, if you find something that, and it's just easy for you to easy. get it and it's like, oh, fuck, I know that every day that this comes and yep. whatever. They're responsive. I get yeah. it. I get it quick. They yes. write me nice notes, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. I'll write back at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back to my friend. Yeah, she's my friend now. Oh my god, <laughs> lots of friends. No, I don't like. I don't actually have a lot of friends, and it, sometimes it's nice to you know have that community as well. The like-minded people, even like you know just like-minded people in business. I find Geelong is a great place for community and small business, and just sort of just backing each other. It's Look, community cool. vibes down here. Like, even, like, Absolutely. The we've, it's we've good they won the flag too, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's good feeling, good vibes everywhere. Just good, strong vibes. Geelong's good. I've, I've only 
ventured in a few times, but been to Lammies once or twice. Oh wow, that was crazy. That's a that's a different sort of place, isn't it? But it was good. That's my type of place. But Geelong's good. They had the Edge. Is it the Edge still on the? Yeah, on the waterfront. On the waterfront. That's where I went a few years ago. Anything else up your sleeve there? The pack. Is it Packington Street? Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Paco. Yeah. You got to go Paco. down. There. You got to go down the Paco, <laughs> mate. And folklore, obviously, in Geelong. Oh yeah, how that's good. Just Joshy friends just doing amazing things, isn't he? Yeah. There's so much. To, that's what I mean. Geelong people don't know. They're sleeping on Geelong, aren't they? It's I underrated. Feel, I feel like it's getting a bit more cool, though. It is. There cool. seems to be more and more, yeah, things Stuff coming happening. up, and yeah, you bit love of fun. Geelong, they are. Oh, it's I, so I big. Know. I didn't realize how fucking big Geelong is. You know, it's there's so pretty many big, suburbs it, and, and it just keeps on growing. up. I feel like it'll be connected. To yeah, talk yeah. soon. They're building out the bullet train or something to get to the city real quick. I think and soon. You, 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 you catch it or what? You drive. Geelong will be metro soon, baby. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. All right, can we move on? We can. Let's get some. What about what about like other brands? Does it have to be in skincare? It could be in any other products. Brands that you like what they're doing, have take inspiration from, or learnings, or I like a bit of that. I don't like what they're doing. Is there anything that stood out? I think we are saying before about Brittany Saunders, like love watching her, how she yeah shows sort of behind the scenes. She's got like a clothing label and a swimwear label. Not sure what else she has, probably some other things. She's a fucking boss. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. just a – I just – yeah, she's normal as well. She's not your classic Instagram girl, which I think is why kind of I have done okay in that space as well because I'm not your classic Instagram girl. I'm just a real person working bloody hard. And she's – Similar, you know, on a, obviously a different scale. But, yeah, so she's really – I really like watching her stuff. What else do I like? I watch way too much stuff. Are you on I TikTok? Think. Are you constantly – No. No? no. I know, every second person is telling me I need to get the brand on TikTok, but I'm actually too scared of the trolls. If one person tells me to go away, or like, I'll cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't deal. So I'm thinking about hiring someone to make it a TikTok and just – yeah, them run it. I don't want to see it. I don't want anything to do with it. That, I think that holds people back. I, I reckon yeah. even from a LinkedIn point of view, because if you post your honest thoughts, people might challenge you in comments and stuff, and it's like, I didn't really sign up for a fucking, you know. I don't want to le- deal with lecture. that. Like, <laughs> it's like could be a two-hour thing, you know yeah. what I mean? And especially if you can have other people do that type of response for you, I feel like that would help. I think that. it's harsh, the whole troll thing, and people, like public platform to people leave opinions when, yeah, like you're doing – you're doing your best, you're putting a piece of content out, or you're doing whatever you put out in the world. Absolutely. And then they take their time it's to... It's easy to hate. It's, it's so easy. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. there's, it's harsh times out there. You know, people have got bad mental health state at the moment. And, and they know it can get to you. Absolutely you know I mean? they That's do. why they do it. And yeah. there's all these troll accounts that hide behind... It's fucking weird, isn't it? It is so weird. And it's actually like we're all people. Like, just yeah. be kind. I don't know. So, yeah, that's why I... Nah, I haven't been on there yet. Yeah. But I know that it's really good for business and it's, you know, in terms of advertising and stuff like that as well. So we just do Facebook and Instagram advertising mm-hmm. and I know that, you know, TikTok advertising really cuts through and really good, you know, budget and things like for budget and things like that, but haven't done it yet. It's just good content cuts through, I think. We tried a few things with stuff and it's like if it's just – it's like the pro- – you know, if you have a good product, it works. If, you, if you're shooting good videos, it's going to work. Yeah. You know, like, but it is harder and harder to get seen, I feel. Like, yeah, there's so many different things. You know, yeah. Right? Like there's so many, you're competing with so much – like it's a game of attention, yeah? So yep. people don't realise that they actually are competing with the Kardashians. They are competing <laughs> with all these other things because – Especially because they, they all keep bringing out skincare brands. Too. Yeah, well, like, sure, Come but, on, guys. But they, can, but they can go watch the show – like. Watching the show, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. well, they could be on your website buying your stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a pretty competitive industry. Like with you guys with podcasts, Everything, like yeah. every second person seems to have one at the moment. 100%. Like it's a lot. So it's, yeah, but as you say, I think good people and good content and just, yeah, doing good things cuts through. 
Good to lurk too, isn't it? It's good to lurk. You like lurking, don't you? Lurking, just looking at stuff. You get ideas, don't you? You don't have to really. It's like it's like my gran on Facebook. You know, she doesn't let you know. She doesn't like the photo or anything, but she lets you know it. You know, family. um, She saw it. She (laughs) saw it. Well, hang on. How do you know? You don't give it any love. You know, (laughs) you're a bit of a lurker on TikTok, eh? You don't Uh, like many things. I I don't. I don't. I'm not on the. All right. All right. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Uh, Our our sponsor of the show, Heaps Normal. Question we ask all our guests is: What's your version of Heaps Normal? What's the thing you turn to when you're looking to get some energy back in your life? Yeah, so I get down the highway to the beach. That's my happy place. As soon as I feel a bit frazzled, feel a bit not quite right, feel anxious, I get my feet in the sand and it makes me feel better like that. Like I go for ocean swims. I'm going for a swim after we finish here. It's and been raining and it's cold. That's okay. I went at like 8 o'clock at night the other night. Like it doesn't matter. When it, I just get in the water. Okay, so. okay, so like you're swimming out? Or you're just diving oh, like, under? Oh, no, nah, like I'm just jumping under a few waves and stuff. I'm not fully like swimming. Nighttime in the dark, out to the boy. No! Thing. <laughs> no, just like run in and jump. Yeah, it just makes me feel like invigorated but also calm at the same time and that just makes me feel better. So It's almost like it's that fucking cold sometimes. You can't think about anything else, can you? Absolutely, so it's, just got to get in there and survive. But and afterwards <laughs> it's like a glow, isn't it? It's like you're not really that cold. It's like a heat, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's like a buzz and mm. I don't know. I'm saying like I go for fucking swims all the time. I have cold showers, you know. That but counts. I, yeah, but cold showers are good, you know. Did I tell you about the cold showers and all of a sudden you've adopted that and you've been <laughs> a new man, haven't you? I have. I have. Been, I didn't take it from you. I always called you. Didn't introduce me to the the concept. I was having ice baths when I was playing for Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen to you. Have a listen. I didn't say nothing, but I do. I do like the cold showers now, and it's a, a good wake up call. But ocean, I go out surfing, wetsuit maybe, but no, no just in suit. the just just in the togs. Yeah, just in the togs. Out we go. I respect that. I've got a few girlfriends that will. Yeah, if one of us isn't feeling quite right, or if we just want to get in the water, like you'll send the message out to a few and. One will always Next come thing back. You know, you're going swimming. Yep. Instead home. of wine, night, meet at the beach. We're <laughs> going in. We're going for a dip. In 5 a.m. pool. Uh, yeah. We take Ocean. a speaker. We've got like 90s tunes on. It, like, it's, yeah. it's good. All right. Who were some yeah. of your 90s favourite artists from the 90s? <gasps> Did you like all the old gangster stuff as well? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel I was saying to a friend this morning, I feel like I'm, you know, I do yoga and all that kind of stuff. I'm like 50% wholesome, but I'm 50% gangster. Like, I <laughs> love a gangster rap. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, like Nelly and Nelly that. Good. Yeah, Underrated. Chingy and, oh. Chingy, so you're speaking Rob's language now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to R&B Fridays in a few weeks, actually, and <sighs> I cannot wait. I'll be the oldest one there, and I do not care. Ashante, Ashanti. Oh, yes. TLC. TLC. Bangers. Uh, what was the one? All Saints. They had Pure Shores. That was oh, a yeah, banger. That was yeah. Yeah. the nineties party. Was We had a 90s party actually. We had a housewarming party when we first moved out together. Nineties party. We went as um, Backstreet Boys in Larger Than Life in oh, all the white suits and how stuff. Good. Yeah, it was good. Stole the yeah. show, but there was a few good outfits going out. <laughs> Enrique Iglesias, you getting oh, to yes. him? Love it. Ricky Martin. Everything. Craig David. A whole thing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we, we almost had Craig David on the pod. Yeah, Craig David was almost about to. Yeah, we wanted to that promote his new album, and I was like, yeah, bro. Well, been. he's going to R&B Fridays. You should message him again and get him in. Oh, my God. We couldn't believe it. When we, it. like, we were saying before, we've done 200 and something guests of guest pods. Yep. And Craig David, I don't know why. I was hustling. I was he's trying so hard to get out yeah. of a, such an obscure. And it didn't happen. Why didn't it happen? Oh, I just went off the rails a little bit, I think. <laughs> he left his <laughs> hanging. He's chin strap. He's in that stupid <laughs> chin strap. Oh. I love anyway, it. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> you you do. know what I mean? Whatever. What, do you read books? I do read books. I'm very slow. Yeah, me but too. But I do read books, yes. What are some of your favourites? At the moment I'm reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle and it's just about this lady who, like it's about her life but it kind of, you can 
bring it back to your life too, I suppose. So she kind of like lost herself when she had children and then she's, you know, worked to find herself and that kind of thing. And I definitely feel like I, I lost myself when I had the kids. Like, you know, I think that just kind of happens. And so that kind of thing I've really liked reading. I also love um, Hugh, how do you say his name? Hugh Van Kullenberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Resilience Project books and stuff like that. So I mainly read those kind of, mm. yeah. Self-improvement, self Self-improvement, discovery kind stuff. of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. self-help. I but feel like an it's like, no, it is. It's like, <laughs> but, I went nuts reading all that stuff for a while. Like, yeah. I just, like, you, you get into a thing, you like, want to read stuff, I need a new skill that's going to help apply to this problem and you know, who can give me that information and books. Is, but yeah. The yeah. mum thing's interesting though, I feel like. Do you have a lot of people who are mums that reach out and, you know, because it is like an identity thing. It's like, well, you have a baby and stuff and like yeah. it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And doing all that stuff, like it would be pretty hard. Absolutely. It? And, yeah. you know, your focus goes from doing whatever you're doing to looking like keeping children alive. Like, yeah. So I definitely, yeah, felt that the last sort of 18 months I've started to find myself again and not feel that mum guilt as much. So I'll go to yoga, I'll go hang out with girlfriends and do things for myself to make myself feel good because then I know that I can be a better person. So I think working on that kind of thing has really helped me. Also helps the business too, because if I'm feeling good, everything feels good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. home feels good, business feels good. So I think it's important to, yeah, for the first couple of years, I, like of having the kids, I definitely was like just everything. I did not do a thing for myself. I Yeah, it was very different to now. And now like no one's suffering because I'm – enjoying myself do you know what i mean so it's just that go and get your hair done go and get your hair done go get your nails done you're fucking you know like because you can get in the that would be so intense being a mum i reckon like just being around even sisters having babies and stuff it's like fuck like ebb she just she just constantly you know constantly on oh yeah you're lucky sometimes to be the bloke yes we we got it so easy like, you don't want to say too much because dad, dads, <laughs> play, dads play a good role. Dads but, you know. do a big role too. But, yeah, I know what you mean. It's different being a mum. Like, even but ducking out to the shops sometimes in busy, stressful moments would be fucking a moment of peace for sometimes, wouldn't it? Like, Well, I remember people used to say that to me before I had kids. They're like, oh, going back to work is like a break. And I'm like, what? Like, mm. work is really hard. It wouldn't be a break. But now I actually understand. And people used to say, oh, going to the supermarket on your own is like a holiday. And now I'm like, yes, it is. So it's true. Get me to the supermarket. It's funny, isn't it? He's always putting yeah. his hand hands up. I'm going to shop. Off I go. We need more milk. Yeah, I'm up. Here we well, go again. Three hours. It's time for a slap on the pokies, huh? That's not true. You've lost all your super money because you've thrown it down the pokies. Oh, no. I don't play the pokies. I don't, like, I don't play the pokies. So we're getting to the pointy end of the year. What's on for the rest of the year? And is Christmas a busy time for you? Yeah, so Black Friday will be oh, coming up, which is the end of November. So before last Black Friday, we had never done a sale before and I because I just never wanted to be that brand that people wait for a sale from. Mm-hmm. You know those emails you get and you're like you'd never buy from – a certain brand because you just would use a discount code. Until it sends so. it, they send it through, it's like 70% off. Exactly, here we go. <laughs> so I never wanted to be like that. I've been really conscious about that. But last Black Friday, I was like, let's give this a crack. So I did 20% off and it was insane. Over a 1,000 orders in one day. Insane. And so, yeah, that's coming up again. So we'll do that again and hoping to launch – people are going, I'm hoping to launch an advent calendar with skincare in it. So – it's the first time I've actually said that out loud. So hopefully we can like a chocolate advent calendar, not like like an advent calendar style thing, but it's Locke's favourite. But all with skincare in it, no yeah. chocolate in it, yeah, skincare yeah. in it. So every day is a, a new. It's just going to be like it's not going to be the full twenty four because it will cost for fortune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just going to be six or seven sprinkled um, out. Yeah, that's so fucking cool. It's we've got the first sample, so hoping that 
we can pull it all together. Our graphic designer has been working very hard on it, so we'll see. Hopefully. Did you have the Advent... Do you eat them all at the same time or do you have one a day? No. To be honest, I've forgotten about the last couple of years because I've put them down the side of the microwave. Oh. And then, like, by January, I'm like, fuck, there's no chocolate. I'm like, there's an advent calendar. <laughs> but is it all white by then? Like, yeah, those? there's a few crusty <laughs> ones. He doesn't care. He doesn't <laughs> care. It depends Takes if I've got the, the car or not, you know? <laughs> when you get your eyes shut, you just open them all at the same time, <laughs> shut them in. It doesn't matter. 3am binging doesn't matter, you know what I mean? <laughs> I but, love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing your story. It's unreal to hear how crazy your story is going from side hustle in the garage to where it is today. And thanks again so much for... Spending some time with us. Thanks for having me, guys. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast.